You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's the Undercard. The Undercard brings you the best in hand combat sports. Featuring major interviews, current events, and the hottest ring girls from around the nation. The Undercard is sponsored by Falling Down Beer Company, Podcast and Church Studios, and is produced by Rochelle Witten. And now, here are your hosts, Brad, Cody, and Jimmy. Three, two, one, and we're on. You like that? Tribute to better podcasts. <laughs> Anyways. Welcome to the Undercard. It's officially episode 303 in the great state of Michigan and the city we know as Detroit. Thanks for joining us. We are boxing uh, MMA podcast. Sometimes we mix pop culture. Sometimes we just go off subject and talk about nonsense. Um, but we do got some boxing to talk about. Uh, Canelo uh, versus Jacobs happened. We will talk about that. We'll talk about the heavyweight situation that's uh, definitely changed since the last time we were on the show. Joshua um, is now fighting uh, Ruiz Jr., a guy that I've gotten to see up close when he was um, at the Masonic Temple uh, fighting for Salida Promotions. And we'll mix in some MMA talk and go from there. But first off, uh, before we went on show... uh, this is crazy, actually. Uh, Larkin was telling me her apartment complex shut off her boiler two weeks ago. So she's not had heat for two weeks. So, like, nobody in the building. This is Michigan. I don't think you can ever turn off the boilers. That's not illegal? I don't know. Apparently not. I don't know. They announced that they turned it off. It's Michigan. You might need it in July. <laughs> like, I mean, I mean you don't cold. have hot water? No, we have hot water. We just don't have heat. Well, that doesn't make any sense. I know. That's what I thought, too. No heat at all. But we, like, <laughs> we don't control our temperature anyways, but there's no heat. It you don't control cold. your temperature either? No. What? If it's too hot, you open the windows. <laughs> you don't have a thermostat in your apartment? <laughs> nope. Holy fuck. That Damn. doesn't make any sense. I didn't know that. Or, do you pay for heat? It, it, it's included. Yeah, it's included probably with a boiler. It's like 1960s boilers, like the things that go along the edge of the floor. Yeah. It's the things that, like, schools have to, like, power the whole school. But the thing is, like, I don't know if you could ever shut them down because there's a good chance in July you might get a 50-degree day. I mean, it's just, it's Michigan. It's stupid, so. Well, plus there's kids that live there. There's a lot of kids at our apartment complex. I couldn't do it. I, I've become so thin blood blooded if it's not like ninety five, it's not warm enough for me. So, but I don't know. I don't. That's crazy. Two weeks. So I'm trying to think of the weather we've had. So you had the cold, rainy, thirty eight degree days. The good news is you're on the second level. So if there is any heat rising, yeah. you're getting that guy's yep. heat. <laughs> Um, <clears throat> there is a uh, no state wide law on the minimum temperature required for apartment to fulfill the warranty of habitality habit habit. Yeah. That word in uh, Michigan. Habitable. No, it's not habitable. Oh, well, 
They're not violating any laws. That's our legal expert over it says, there, Rochelle. For example, states, uh, Ann Arbor, for example, states that your apartment must be heated to a minimum of 68, even when the temperature outside is as low as 10 below. But she wouldn't know because there's not even a temperature gauge in the apartment. And all winter, it's so hot. So you don't even. Yeah, so, so you have wall units for air conditioning. Yes, they plug in. Okay. You can plug in your air conditioner, and people have. I heard last night someone's air conditioner was going. Like I cracked my window, someone had their air conditioner on. Oh, it's way too early to run that. Yeah, it says that there are older buildings that turn the heat on and off on specific dates. Wow. This has been a weird spring. We just bundle up or open the windows. Wow. wow. But you don't control your heat. So so I guess like that's the other. So, okay, so that's legal. And apparently because of the building, it has a boiler. But some people want 72. Some people like 61 in winter. You don't have any control over that. They just no. hit it. Yep. <laughs> what do you think they it's, keep it at? Is it hot? It's so hot. It's so hot in the winter. It has to stay at at least 85 degrees. Oh, my God. I would die. That's, like, we had our windows that's up my alley. all winter. <laughs> yeah, our house was 78 today. Someone turned up the heat to 78. I mean, that's how I am, too, but... Hell no. I was... My feet were sweating. <laughs> I, I wasn't like I was moving around. I was sitting on my couch, uh, and my feet were sweating. Well, this is the first time I haven't been chilled all day, so I'm feeling pretty good now. I know, and the sun's coming down, so you get that on your back, too. I'm scared to open the Red Bull, but I think it's time. This uh, whole show is brought to you by Sweet Tarts, Sugar, and uh, Red Bull. The blue kind. The red kind's cool, too. And then the original, of course, is just awesome. I can't drink Monsters, Larkin. They just taste horrible to me, but Red Bull's up my my alley. I can do Red Bull. Don't look at me. You Parched. Are you parched over there? I have some. Nope. It's good for your heart. Nope. I've been told it's really good for your heart. Mm-hmm. All right. Now we can go. All right. So let's just start with uh, Canelo versus Jacobs really quickly. And um, I'll bounce it around to these two and stuff. But yeah, Larkin, have you ever like – man, that's on. Larkin, have you ever had like a situation where you, you're watching something so good that – you, they make it look so easy that I've already heard this story. Yeah, you they make it look so easy that like you don't appreciate like what they're doing because they make it look easy. Oh yeah. Right. Well, that's what's happening with Saul Canelo Alvarez. Like I was surprised at the comments I read by people. I thought people. you were going to talk about your oxygen movie. Oh, I missed the second fucking part. <laughs> God bless it, dude. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I did watch an oxygen movie, but I missed the second part. He told yeah. me he's like, I watched this really good movie on oxygen. He goes, and I got sucked in. And he goes, and two hours later, they said it's there only was the a first half. <laughs> they said there was a part two, oh and I definitely gosh. missed the part two. Fuck. Now I'm gonna have to go on Wikipedia and read. That was getting interesting. Damn it. Now you really are off track. Sorry. I thought that's where you were going. No. I'm sorry. Anyway, Canelo. 
Yes, <laughs> back, back to boxing. That was about a murder. <laughs> well, you're just like of you a know wife. When you get so sucked into something, you know. And no, it's no, so no. I was saying when somebody makes and it look then they so tell you easy. There's a second part the next day. No, they they said it five minutes till the end of the oh, investing two hours into it. I was really pissed. But anyways, uh, I don't know why she would be calling. Nana. Yeah. That's odd. Um, Did you tell her we were leaving? I don't know. I can call her back in a second. <laughs> um, 4 p.m. Can't do that. So anyways, you, you have seen something like that, right? Yeah. Where somebody's yep. really good at what they do. And and that's what's happening with Canelo Alvarez is that he's just so freaking good that it, you're, you're underappreciating what he does. And um, – we're just going to go to a quick break really quick, and then I will uh, come back and break that down. All right. We're back. Sorry. Life happens sometimes. Anyways, um, so Canelo went against Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs is a much bigger opponent. Um, gained 13 pounds the next day, which there was a 10-pound rehydration limit. Um, I believe I read somewhere that Eddie Hearn was going to pay it for um, Daniel Jacobs. But Daniel Jacobs' plan was to come in, be the bigger guy, and be able to control the ring and uh, control the fight with Canelo. And immediately, almost instantaneously in the fight, Canelo is able to find range. He has a great lead, uh, hooks to the body unbelievable ability to chase down Daniel Jacobs. Daniel Jacobs starts switching from southpaw to orthodox, which kind of benefits Canelo and doesn't allow Jacobs to get into any momentum. And then credit to Jacobs, which even the media sources said, um, at the end I had him winning a couple rounds. I didn't keep score exactly, but um, when the the score happened, uh, I, I think I would I had a little bit more Canelo. And um, so Daniel Jacobs uh, isn't able to beat Canelo, and Canelo took on a worthy opponent. And now we're looking at Gennady Golovkin again or something in September around Mexican Independence Day. So um, my thoughts on Canelo just are, pr- are pretty simple because everyone messaged me, and I was like, I'll just do it on the undercard. But... I just think he is the best out there. I, I know like everybody's like Terrence Crawford or Earl Spence and stuff, but boxing lately has become like a Johnny Come Lately situation. the The number one thing is that whoever's popular or whoever's popular but fought last, people put them at the top of their pound for pound list. But I think that you got to always remember that Canelo still at his prime, like in his late twenties is just getting better. His defense, his head movement, his, um, I mean, that's, that was the star of the show. Uh, Jacobs was trying to tap with the jab to try to get points. Canelo was able to counter control the center of the ring, do whatever he wanted until the end where Jacobs felt the need to push forward. We did see Canelo get hit amazingly perfectly on the chin didn't even phase him um something that i've noticed when canelo comes out he's kind of like working his chin out i've noticed this about two or three fights um the guy has a strong chin 
He can take a shot. He's taken Golovkin's shot. He took Daniel Jacobs' shot. And he is like the Michael Jordan of our sport, a whole country behind him in Mexico. And uh, Gennady Golovkin playing the bad guy when they showed him on the big screen in Vegas, he was booed. And so Golovkin, of course, he's coming off firing Abel Sanchez as his trainer, but is now the heel. And everybody's kind of behind, uh, behind Canelo. And he's just even getting more momentum. And it's just like you forget how good these people are when they make it look so freaking easy. That sounds horrible, Larkin. It's like right in my face. No, no, you, you, you can't stop it. <laughs> Rochelle could have, but she didn't. But, um, but yeah, the it's just amazing when somebody's that good at something and they make it look that easy. There's many examples. Michael Jordan maybe in his prime. Um, but... We are in a great time of boxing. When I got into boxing, I thought it was kind of lackluster. Definitely the heavyweight division. The Klitschko's um, won and made it look easy. They were probably the first big heavyweights to come through. And then now every heavyweight's big. Deontay Wilder, Tyson Fury, um, Anthony Joshua. All these guys are um, could play you know, basketball, football, they're six five and higher, six six. And the heavyweight division caught up to where the Klitschko's were. And now we're looking at from one fifty four, one forty seven, one sixty, some of the best athletes ever to come through boxing. And I was trying to think of it. I was thinking that maybe since the eighties, and of course mid eighties, I just remember the big fights, the Hagler, the Leonards, um, and stuff like that. But uh, name-wise, with these athletes and how how good they are now, Crawford, Spence, and everybody like this, I, I think we're in like a renaissance period of boxing. Like it, it's great to be here. I have to like remind myself, Larkin, it's cool to be around right now in boxing because there are so many good athletes right now. Um, but he just makes it look that easy. And uh, the people that scored Daniel Jacobs winning, um, I go on social media for a second. I, I only have social media because of the, uh, being in media. Otherwise, I'd probably abandon it and list live in Malachi and Hawaii and just ignore the rest of the world. But but so anyways, I'm on like social media and stuff. And um, uh, some people had Jacobs. There's no way you had Jacobs. Um, there, I mean, he might have, it might have been close. Some of the scores were 115, 113. Okay. But there's no way you could have Jacobs winning that fight because Canelo was so, so much superior. And then Larkin's a professional fighter. And uh, how, how tough is it to be good at defense? Everyone's good at offense, kind of in boxing and, uh, MMA, but defense, head movement, how, how to the ability to make someone miss and not get hit. Well, it comes, it comes second. Like you learn your offense. That's the first thing you learn when you go to the gym. You don't learn defense first. And then you can learn how to defend one person. And you only have so many people at your gym. You only defend so many people's types of offense. And then you get in the fight and it's a different kind of offense. And I mean, you can't practice for everyone's offense. So right. even if you watch tape, even if you know exactly what they're going to do, it's still different. They always will fight different from what anyone else will in your gym. 
And Can- and Canelo fights so many different ways, and that was what um, DAZN – and I'll talk about DAZN here for a, a little bit. I heard some people um, were having streaming problems with that. That sucks. But um, he prepares differently for each fighter, so each fighter doesn't know what they're going to get when they get Canelo. Uh, the first time versus Golovkin, he, he stayed back a little bit. The second time, he was more aggressive with Golovkin. He was very aggressive with Jacobs. Um, you know, he didn't seem phased at all. And um, I texted Rochelle that uh, Canelo was talking to the security guards on the way out. That, to me, just shows relaxed, right? And Jacobs, I'm not saying Jacobs wasn't relaxed, but Canelo just seemed like that much more relaxed. It's amazing how many big fights that guy has been in at his age in his late 20s. I mean, how many times he's been on a stage that big, having a whole country behind him, and whatever he does, the country lives or dies with him. That's that's crazy. On another point, it was weird to see Eddie Hearn, who just paid... um. You know, the million-dollar fine. I believe he paid the million-dollar fine to Daniel Jacobs. Um, on the other side, with Canelo, because matchroom boxing is associated with DAZN, and DAZN just signed Canelo to an unbelievable contract. So, like, Canelo probably made $35 million, and then Jacobs made $2.5 million after he was fined a million for coming in 13 pounds heavier the next day. Um, but he thought that would be an advantage, and it clearly wasn't an advantage. And uh, Canelo just marched marched through that. That being said, I, I love Daniel Jacobs, uh, cancer survivor. Um, he's a guy that I don't ever want to root against. Um, you know, I thought he was a very good loser. I thought he gave credit to Canelo and said he had to watch the tape. But he didn't come out and say something stupid stupid to the effect of I beat Canelo or I, I felt like I won the fight. I think he knew he lost the fight, which is you know, good. I mean you're you're in the moment. Um, it was nowhere close and some of the judges had it a little bit, like I said, a little bit more. I did also hit social media and a lot of people had problems with the zone. That's streaming. We have problems sometimes here in our studios with Skype, with people um, uh, calling in. And we had Jacob Stitch Duran on, uh, the most famous cut man in the world, and he was breaking up. And sometimes I've had to hold my phone up to the mic to just have the thing work. Um, As we get more towards technology... More shit's not going to work. That's just the way it it works. And so um, it's a streaming service. There's going to be times when streaming works amazingly, and there's going to be times when streaming doesn't work at all. And so these are these are the growing pains that DAZN, UFC Fight Pass are having is that, you know, they're probably getting blamed for some situations that aren't even their fault. One of the situations could be you might have slow internet and don't know it from Comcast, and you think the fight is lagging behind. The three complaints I saw, the number one complaint was, I'm watching a round, round two, and round three is going on. 
could be your internet problem or could be DAZN. I don't know. Number two, people paid last minute, which is never a good thing to ever do. And they were charged and didn't have access to the fight. So not a good – I would say that leapfrogs number two. And then number three was just that the quality of the announcing. zone uh, doesn't play a lot of replays. Um they thought they were homing up Canelo. Why wouldn't they? They just paid him over $200 million for six fights. He was making $35 million. Um, they are going to be a little bit homerish. They don't want Jacobs to win, no matter what it looks like. They did not want Jacobs to win. That would be the worst-case scenario for them with Canelo getting all that money. So, you know, as technology gets us to that point, you got to remember, we're catching up. I was just telling them how many times Skype has not worked for us, and just listing the problems. Well, I that think DAZN that's why we have. have the Game of Thrones router over here. Oh, okay. It does look like the Game of Thrones throne. Um, but I was just saying that you know the the complaints that people have UFC Fight Pass to Zone. Now, this is what I will say, and this is probably. Uh, the most damning thing I can say to DAZN and UFC Fight Pass. I know old people. I just hang around old people because they're cool as shit. <laughs> I don't know if it's more similar to me or what. There's just a lot of them still in the boxing world. Correct, right? I'm probably the youngest guy in this game. Sure. Right. You know, Eddie Hearn, but he's got a billion dollars more. So, like, you know, but, you know, there's not a lot of us, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, these people don't want this. They don't want to. Bob Ryder didn't even watch the fight. A good friend of mine and um, another good friend of mine couldn't even figure out how to freaking do it or or, or work it. So, the old people... <clears throat> and they're gonna kill. They're gonna kill me. School. Yeah, they're gonna kill me for calling them old. They're yeah, not old. Old school. They're they're better health than me. They kick my <laughs> ass any day. But the the thing is that they're not coming over, and they're the money. That next generation, some have money, but not everybody has money. And then that generation after, not a lot of money at all. So you're trying to lose some of your nest egg the people that buy multiple pay-per-views a year who love it and aren't figuring out how to stream it to their tv sports industry across the board every sport seems to be taking a different step away from the norm you've got your baseball stadiums no longer having paper tickets right and having to not they don't even use cash. Fuck that, by the way. I mean, think about that ramification for the MLB as opposed to one app. I mean, I love, that's huge. I love cash for everything. It's bit me in the ass a million fucking times, but I love cash for fucking everything. But the the whole thing is that um, giving away my right to pay cash. That bothers me about Major League Baseball. What what I've heard they've done is you, you got to buy a gift card. Yeah, you're yeah. still tracking where where I'm spending fucking money. I don't like that. Right. You're in Baltimore watching the Orioles right now, and that's all it is. It's all about the logistics and the st- statistics about where money goes and who's buying it and what age group and 
are you black? Are you white? Are you a family of four? Are you a single guy? That right. kind of stuff. So that they are nearing down their where their money is coming from. So Larkin's generation, and this isn't ripping on Larkin. Larkin's much more mature than her generation. But Mike Valenti said this the other day on 97.1. I'm going to give him you credit. You seem so far away over there, by the way. I know. I'm trying to block the sun. <laughs> no, no. You're doing good now. Uh, <laughs> 97.1, and he said something very interesting. Very smart guy, and I'll quote him often. Uh, Larkin's generation, the number one thing that competes against everything is their phone. I never even thought of the phone as competition. But he was like, Major League Baseball is losing people to their phone as a distraction. Because like, oh, you're not entertaining me right this second. I'm on my phone again. Right. So that's also dangerous because that generation is easily distracted. They want their news like really quick five minutes where I'll watch two hours of CNN and just watch the same subject go over with different experts. Right. I know. I I come – I'm very – I relate to a much older generation. You know what I'm – it's tough to explain. So – that's the danger of having a streaming service like that is that you're going to lose a lot of people with a lot of money that aren't going to come over to that um, because they don't want to. It's different. It's unfamiliar to them. They but don't. Maybe they're thinking that, that there is a younger crowd that is more apt to buy an app on their phone or their iPad as opposed to paying $100 to watch one fight on a cable service, which half people don't even have cable anymore. Yeah, but how many people were on social media saying who's got a stream? They're looking for just ways around it. Like someone videotaping their TV. I'm sure there are. TV. There's always going to be that person. Always. Well, I just think it, it ups it even more, you know. Like, well, the people said that with Facebook Live, you know. I think Facebook Live's died down a ton. I'm just saying. I would like see like 90 people on it and just talking nonsense or driving. And now I think maybe five or four people it's tops. Just, it's just another outlet. That's all. Right. So you're going to lose that older crowd of money. And then you have my generation that we understand it's here to stay. Then you got a generation after me, which I said are the people that didn't save money. And then you got Larkin's generation who are much more tech savvy who might not come over. That's a dangerous business model. That's like a really dangerous business model. Um, I think think his dad is a dangerous business model. Who? Eddie Hearn's dad. Oh, yeah. I'm not even going to get into that because Eddie's my guy. But, uh, yeah, that's crazy. Um but do you agree that your phone's competition for entertainment? I don't know. I mean, I'm the wrong person to ask because I'm, I'm not the well, entertainment Well, you're, you're more mature than your generation. But, yeah, no, I mean, I see it. I mean, everyone's on their phones all the time or watching Netflix on their phone. And I'm like, I don't even have Netflix on my phone. But, I mean, everyone does have Netflix on their phone. Like, I don't even see why my generation has TVs anymore. Because everyone watches everything on their phone. Right. Our TV has not been on. Right. I I, haven't even turned it on. I got a TV like a year and a half ago and I've watched it alone like one time Mm -hmm. in a year and a half. Like, I don't know. No, I have have HBO Go on my phone now. So I don't have to watch it on the TV. And I can watch it wherever I go. It's beautiful. Well... So I've been lucky and blessed because of this job with YouTube TV. 
how many times do I forget I even have YouTube TV where I can watch all the time TV anywhere I want in the world? But again, it's not it's not something that you know, like when we were growing up. That's what our entertainment was, was watching TV at night or when you came home from school at three o'clock or on Saturday mornings. That was our entertainment. 700 channels. And sometimes I struggle to find something I want to fucking watch. That's how I ended up in the Oxygen Network. Yep. (laughs) (laughs) That's why. Oxygen. I like the name. But that, I mean. Anyone that works for Oxygen, I want to teach If you're listening to people talk about it, they're like, I have 200 plus channels and we don't even watch anything on it. I have 700 and I can't find shit. But that's the problem is that it's a lot of repetition. It's a lot of, you know, repetition, period, whether it be reality TV, whether it be the same sitcom syndication or it's the same movies played over and over and over again. Plus, see, Larkin's generation, and I, I keep saying Larkin's generation, but realize Larkin is so much more mature than them. Their BW. Have you have you caught that that you're mature? Yeah, you're mature. Thanks, <laughs> the, the the they're the go to Buffalo Wild Wings. They're the go to a place where the fight's on and sit around. And then you know what? They're still not really fight fans. They like the spectacle. They like McGregor. They don't. Canelo's too boring for that generation. He's just methodical, boring, but I love it because he's... No, Klitschko was fucking boring. No, but... I know what you're saying. He's he's a... He's he's not controversial besides the eating Mexican beef stuff. And even then, that's not even controversial enough. They like the brash. They like the stuff that sells. They like the Diaz's, the The McGregor's. Right. And then that next generation up might appreciate a Canelo, but... That's the danger in doing the streaming thing. But again, you could say that with everything. With social media, with the news, with movies. I mean, there is... Except for Avengers. How much money has that fucking made? No, but I'm saying like the the shock value has to be there in one way or another for the younger generation to have any interest in it. Right. Well, okay, so bringing it back. Music. Hell, music. (laughs) Except when I was 12. Well, yeah, the music industry would be the worst thing your dad could have left you. Can you imagine if your dad was like a music mogul and you were thinking like in high school you were going to have it made the rest of your life and then you don't because of Spotify? First it was Napster 10 years before that. Like, I mean, you wouldn't be struggling, but you wouldn't be a multimillionaire by any means. Like, I mean, you wouldn't want. You know, I mean, YouTube, you, no, you can stream. You were saying like, uh, was it last year, just last year, you were saying that Taylor Swift literally just started making profit. Yeah, it was something like that. Or she had finally just owned her home from the, the record company, right? Right. And you just, you can't fathom that, right? Because it's Taylor freaking Swift. Right. Yeah. Because, like, that's how much in the red they they start. They're behind that That's why position. you look at the, the successful musicians like that, and they are doing other things besides music. Well, they all I, have a liquor, they all, or they have a clothing line. We used to get mad at, like, $45 uh, concert shirts, right? You remember I'd be like, that's fucking bullshit. But now I accept it because, like, I know they're not making money other ways. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm like, fuck, get your, get your money because it's on – it's in Turing – and um, merchandise sales. Mm-hmm. It's not on the music end. 
Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. Well, Aiden and I were talking the other day about CDs because he's like Spotify, this, Spotify, that. And then we were talking about the Justin Timberlake. And I said, it's the only CD that I've bought. And I mean. Best Buy doesn't even have a CD section anymore. Or movies, you said. What was that? They got the band going. Oh. Um, but, speaking of bands, you're never going to make it in the music industry. Get out of here. <laughs> Go. Run. But like I said, the. Go do something. It was else. the only CD that I've even considered spending money on right he goes well you can just go on your spotify i'm like no you don't understand and they don't understand that whole aspect of why we had cds why you and i like the the jacket cover the the book booklets inside the lyrics listed all that stuff it's it's all on their spotify it's the whole artwork right it's the whole art presentation right and he didn't understand that right I was like, I will do that for Justin Timberlake. I will drop that extra 15, 20 bucks. Right. You know? And then every once in a while, Jack White, the way, uh, what album is it that I have? That Lazzarato. plays backwards. And I don't think it's called Lazarado, but it plays backwards. And then there's a secret song. And then there's the Angel Wings. You, right. There's a hologram on, the album. on the, the album. Like, I mean, then somebody takes it to the next level. And that's like, you wouldn't get that on Spotify. Right. Like, you and, wouldn't well, understand I mean, how cool he went he to the vinyl. He understands the artistry and the whole music aspect of it. Yeah. I don't know. With the presentation, with, like, the special little Larkin, what's the last CD bonuses? you bought? I bought the... Well, I bought, like, all the old Taylor Swift ones and Carrie Underwood. I had all those. And then I probably have bought year, one. Oh Do you have gosh, a CD player in your probably, car? Yes, but I have... I have an older car. Okay. Yeah, see, our car, this car that we have now, it was the first one that doesn't have a CD player in it. My, the last one I had had a cassette player and a CD player. Right, right. So, yeah, like, I still remember, I remember, like, player. listening to books on tape. Like, I listened to all, like, the Laurie Ingalls Wilder books on tape on actually a cassette tape. Mm-hmm. And then I the was what? shocked on, like, the, never mind. Okay. No, no, no. no. I, I, do, you I just, know, do you know, do you know, like, the Laura Ingalls Wilder books? Like, the... Little House on the Prairie book. That's what I thought it was, was Little yeah. House on the Prairie. Yep. I wasn't sure. I listened to all those on tape. And then I was, I remember being shocked when the cassette player w- went away. But then I can't believe they're taking CDs out. Honestly. But like no CD one's buying them. Out. Right. Do you have Spotify? No. Do you have YouTube music? No. Okay. I, I mean, I have Pandora, not premium. Okay. Okay. So Pandora, a um, little bit different, right? That you can't select the exact song you're listening Unless to? Unless you have right. a premium. Right, okay. and I don't have premium. It kind of goes into like a, a radio genre right. of what you want to listen to, correct? Right. But yeah. I'm the audiobooks person. You guys know that. I do the audiobooks. I have Audible. But yeah, so that's nice. I've gotten on the show. <laughs> Again, though, it's it's the same thing with, with CDs as it is the books. I've gotten on. I know. I agree. But the I amount love- of time I spend in the car... Yeah, that's true. It's, you drive a lot. So at least you're making your time useful. Right. And have you learned more auditorial than like reading, like through school and everything? Were you like if you the, the teacher lectured it, I remembered it. But if I read it in a book? I don't know. I mean, I really do like having the hard paper book. But it's cool to I've, fold it and get the crease yeah. in it and make it look. But I just don't have time, you know? Like, with my busy lifestyle, I don't have time to read 13 hours of books. But if I put on a book that takes 13 hours to read, like, that's done in, like, three days. Yeah. Like, I'm, like, on the treadmill listening to my books. 
Now, how many? Okay, so last question on this before we change the subject. So the cool thing about vinyl, especially, and I've said this on the show before, is that it's so much effort to play it that you really want to play it. How many songs do you listen to, especially me, on Spotify, in which I just select the song easily, but if I had to put effort into playing it, I wouldn't have? Like, because oh, it's yeah. so easy. It's digital. Without so a doubt. it's not like oh, I'm like in love night, with that song. Last night we couldn't have played our game with vinyl. No, because it'd be like, hold on, don't look at the sleeve. And... <laughs> but the whole thing is you have a situation in which it's so easy to access everything to that generation. They're used to it. But but we are too. And if like when we're trying to look up something on Google and it doesn't bring up what you want, you get frustrated. Right. Like Google's how do I, come along. How do I gotta word this correctly in order for the this search engine to understand what I'm actually looking for? So um I'm not sure. Canelo was maybe <sighs> Canelo versus Jacobs probably would have went off at seventy four ninety nine and then like eighty four ninety nine, but because it was on DAZN, it's nineteen ninety nine a month. But you can prepay DAZN for the whole year for a hundred. I'm trying to think if you did. Michael Woods was on our show and he said that if you do the math with ESPN Plus, UFC Fight Pass, and uh, DAZN, that you're actually losing money from the pay per views because there was probably like five pay per views per year boxing. I do MMA, so like you add another. Well, I was going to say boxing plus MMA. I mean, right. And at that time, UFC was doing one every month, so you mm-hmm. had UFC. But you're going to lose out on parties, getting people together because of the streaming thing. I don't know. It's going to be interesting. We'll know because we're such in the beginning phase of it. But I want to change subjects really quick. Uh, Gennady Golovkin got rid of Abel Sanchez. Um, Golovkin is that he used to? He was saying it. Oh, Golovkin. So I know. Um. Anyways, uh, he got rid of Abel Sanchez, and Abel Sanchez said it was over money. Uh, I thought Golovkin took the high road about kind of not getting into that. Um. But Sanchez obviously was bitter about it. But he ends it up went with super quick. Didn't he, it? Well, it's surprised too. Late in your career to make a a change like that, but you know maybe Golovkin knows more than you know that he needs somebody but else who's to push his new him. Trainer who? Uh Jonathan Banks from Kronk. What? What? So JB, who's been on the show, he's had to have been on the show. Uh, yeah, I think he was. Yeah, so he's in the early uh, days. Yeah, he's had to be on the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, he's been on the show. Um, JB gets the job, and what's appealing about JB getting the job is JB took a guy like Klitschko when Emmanuel got sick, and it worked for Klitschko at the end of his career, all the way up through uh, the Joshua fights. And so now a similar situation in which you got very good talent. An established fighter. Established, very established. Not only established, um, has another championship run. Probably has Canelo next. I can't see them not doing that fight. That's probably why DeZone signed uh, Golovkin also. And now you got Jonathan Banks 
uh, behind. The cool thing about Jonathan Banks is he's handled the Klitschko pressure. The Klitschko pressure is greater than any pressure. I mean, those guys were meant so much to Europe. And so the pressure that comes along with Golovkin, Jonathan Banks has been alongside because at the time, Klitschko's heavyweight champions of the world, all of Europe behind him. And it's pressure that he knows how to handle. And so good selection. And it's weird because like when Golovkin got rid of Abel Sanchez, I couldn't think where he was going to probably go. And then when it, it was announced JB, I was like, yeah, that that makes the most sense of where he would go. Um, so congratulations to Jonathan Banks. Good luck to Golovkin. And then Abel Sanchez is one of the best trainers in the world. He'll be fine. It's weird. I don't like ugly splits in boxing. Um, clearly him and Golovkin weren't on the same page as Golovkin has a fight against rules in, um, New York here coming up. But Jonathan Banks is going to be, uh, his trainer in there. So that was big news in the boxing world over, uh, the weekend. And then since we've last been here, Andy Ruiz Jr. is now replacing uh, Big Baby Miller. Big Baby Miller, of course, uh, tested positive for the first time around something that gave you more endurance. Second time around, the thing that gives you more endurance plus HGH, human growth hormones. And so he gets a six-month suspension, the same as Canelo, which I th- feel is odd. And my theory on this is that Canelo... Canelo had traces of a Mexican beef product from a cattle that was given steroids six months. This guy finally admitted that he took human growth hormones. He took it, not the cow. And he gets the same amount of time that Canelo does. That just, you know, I I, I like to say this all the time. Justice is supposed to be blind. You're uh, Justine. Uh, the statue that everyone knows, she's blindfolded and holding a scale. <laughs> to me, knowingly taking something to get an advantage is greater than eating Mexican cattle that has was given steroids. Maybe but, it's because he voluntarily took that drug test. But I didn't, you know. <laughs> huh? Maybe it's because he voluntarily Yeah, that's took the, the thing. Test. He voluntarily took the drug <laughs> test. Which, I mean, sense. no, Eddie Hearn um, said it best. I don't, I'm trying to remember when we don't have shows this long, if we discussed, we, well, did, we did he get popped? We did talk about it. Okay. So Eddie Hearn said that we've been testing with this with for Anthony Joshua's opponents for a long time. And I even thought Eddie Hearn said that this doesn't make sense. We're wasting money. And then we finally caught a fish in the net. And he says now it's all well worth it because this fighter was endangered. Mm-hmm. But yes, it was voluntary. So I don't know... If you were on something, how you think you're going to get away with it, you know, and then he denied it, which everybody, I guess, is going to deny. And then the second time pops for something else and then has to come clean. Um, but Eddie stills Eddie still is not happy with him. So I don't know where he goes from there. So he lost the big paycheck and then he lost an additional two fights on the zone, which were worth like another five million. So even if he lost to Joshua. He was guaranteed another two fights on DAZN, and that all went away. But once again, yes, it's voluntary. But, um, you know, that, that that's crazy. We hear everything that Cody has to deal with. Like, wherever Cody is, he has to let USADA know because USADA can come. By the way, you got to look up on the Internet. Well, we got to talk about this. The 
type in UFC fighter who gave uh who was it that gave someone gave blood and it they to some stranger. It wasn't even USADA. They knocked on his door and it was supposed to be for the neighbor. God. I don't even know. Uh you UFC mistaken blood sample? Yeah. Uh, read the article. This is the most bizarre article ever. <coughs> he let the person in his home, drew blood, and they wanted their neighbor. It wasn't uh, even UFC. UFC featherweight Dan Ish. Mm-hmm. Is that right? Um, that a case of mistaken identity led him to supply a blood sample to a stranger earlier that morning. Um, told ESPN <laughs> they initially thought the woman who visited his Las Vegas Worked home for USADA. at 6 a.m. was from the U.S. Yeah, okay, USADA, but... This blood collector wasn't with the agency, which subjects all active UFC athletes to random year-round drug testing. I was half asleep and just went through with it. She took my blood and after was like, what's your name? I told her my name and she goes, oh, you're not John. I'm like, what the? No, I'm not John. The woman left with his sample to collect from John, who lives up the st- up the street, according to ESPN. The craziest thing was she walked out of my house with my blood. At the time, I wasn't thinking. I was just like, you're not here for me. Get out of my house. The main thing now is that I want to get my blood back <laughs> or get proof that it was destroyed. I don't want my blood just floating out there. Right. Can you imagine if now he's dating a girl and she accidentally dies there's somebody with a vial of your blood out there like i mean there's so many crazy conspiracy theories out there think of that like you'd be like you know dating someone and then all of a sudden they would be like uh missing you'd be like where's that vial of blood but i mean what did the the ultimate out say when she he was half asleep he don't know that is one of the more bizarre stories i've ever come across in fighting and you know i know some crazy stories and then what did his neighbor was getting tested for? I don't know anybody that comes to the door and tests besides USADA. Normally, you got to go down to the police station or the probation office and have it done or have it done in a hospital. What the I, fuck I is know. that it guy wanted be, for? It might be like a home health care thing, but at the same But why wasn't he allowed to get his blood back from the lady? That's mine. And why don't right. you call the authorities and say, I just gave blood to somebody that's not from USADA or no, the UFC? He, he did. He did. Um, da, 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 da. I wouldn't let her leave the house with my blood. He was half asleep. Oh my God. That is one of the craziest stories ever. That happened like, since we were last on the air. I don't want to get anyone in trouble, but this is for my peace of mind. I don't want to have a clone somewhere out there or end up in a crime scene. <laughs> I mean, that's taking the conspiracy even further than my murder thing. <laughs> but I don't know about the clone. But the murder thing, I wouldn't want my blood out there, dude. That's crazy. Mm-mm. It's also weird because he's a high-profile athlete. Right. Like, that's just sketchy. It's so sketchy. <laughs> like, who was this woman? Did she? Was she actually looking for anyone or did she just scheme him? He was half asleep. Clearly she know. can't read addresses. <laughs> like, or she doesn't check who you are before she sticks a fucking needle in your arm. They have to ask you, too. They're right. like, are you this person? Is this your name right. on this Piece of paper. Let me. Fucking <laughs> you, Sada. Six in the, hospital, in the morning. Before they give you medicine, it's what is your name? What's your birthday? Let me scan your wristband. I mean, they go through so much. Right. Double checking and triple checking. I don't and... think we've heard the end of this story. No. This is a weird story. Mm. Because obviously, then they could figure out okay, who who named John lives on the street? Who was trying to get his blood? 
Like there could be some investigation. I'd be like going done. up to every door, be like, "Is your name John? What the fuck was that lady doing taking your blood? She took mine instead." That's crazy. I was half asleep. Damn, Usada, this is early. And then like, oh, I'm not from Usada. I mean, it's just story doesn't even make. It's so bizarre. Right. Like, it doesn't even make sense. But do you have happen. any enemies out there right, right now? Well, he took the conspiracy further thing even further than me, but like I mean that's weird. You have that's... an ex girlfriend out there who's just so does a that better does that violate HEPA? Should, right? You just took blood from somebody that you're not allowed to take blood from. I'm trying to think HEPA protects but you he from did like everything. voluntarily do it. But I guess he would have to. In his own house. I well he if he honestly thought UFC and why wouldn't you? Because who else comes to the door and says I'm going to take a blood sample? But six a.m. Right? Has the UFC even made a when response? When someone's at to my that? door, when someone's at my door, before I'm going to let them in my house, who are you? Right, unless he'd never been tested before. Like if you saw it, but never still, showed I up would before. still ask, "Who are you?" Yeah. Right. <sighs> That's like oh, come on in, craziest. have a seat on my couch. You want something to drink? Oh, by the way, what's your name? Where are you from? Are you from USADA? Yes, no, you know, I don't speak English. I don't know. Yeah. Do they did they say what day of the week it was? It can be they can come anytime. So like Cody said like at three, four in the morning, whatever. They just have to know. So like if Cody Thursday. If Cody goes anywhere, he has to let them know he's gone somewhere because they'll show up wherever you go. So if like Cody says I'm going to Cedar Point, they might show up at Cedar Point and surprise you. So like he he had to let Usada know that he was just lounging at his house, but that is like the craziest story, and uh, I don't think we've heard the end of it. What if it's like some crazy lady who thinks her son is that guy's dad? Like, I mean, there's just so many weird things out You're, there. You're, like, really going off on a tangent. Well, it doesn't just, seem right. It, it's so bizarre because I, that is true. No one else shows up to your door asking for blood. No one. A like, UFC fighter nonetheless. <laughs> the only guy that would think that's okay. You're not John? Right. I'm not fucking John. You just get this needle in my arm. <laughs> I don't know. And it sounds like she violated some laws by not giving her blood back. Yeah, and plus... Just I, a if, few. If you would... If you would be in that situation as that woman, if you took the wrong blood, you'd be like, here. Like, I don't want your blood. I'm oh, going to get sorry. in for this. Oh, I'm sorry. Here. Right, exactly. Dispose of it on you your would... own or. Yeah. If I said my name was Nancy, I'd change it to Sally. I would make sure that they didn't see my plates as I drove off, not take the blood with me. And he probably lives in a nice house with cameras, too, if I had to guess. I don't know. Not necessarily. Yeah, I don't know. Isn't it? Where is it? Isn't it? Didn't it just say like Vegas? Las Vegas? Okay, if you have a home in Vegas. <sighs> I don't know. That story's so, so bizarre. So here you got Miller voluntarily popping, and then this guy half asleep giving blood to. Voluntarily. To, to somebody. That's the other thing, too. Oh, really quickly. Fucking stupid. Really quickly. Back on the TJ Dillashaw got two years. Two fucking years. That was in New York. Um, I was in Vegas. He got popped uh, against uh, Henry. And um, he got two years. Why the fuck did Miller only get six months? And TJ Dillashaw took something clearly that um was like human growth hormone ish. That doesn't make sense when mm -mm. things aren't the same. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And that was the first time TJ Dillashaw tested positive for something. Well, even the thing that happened here with the one fighter that we knew where it was his pee was switched. Yeah. And the And he's it, never boxed again since. Right. And he, he had was, a he two was brand year suspension. New. Two years. One of the more exciting fighters. Mm-hmm. And there was pee on the VIP table. They do the swabs now. Can't Larkin tell had. me the sport's not corrupt. I didn't say that. Like I, I've never said our sports aren't are not. But corrupt. I mean, all this stuff. It's once just, the pee was left on nuts. the tables, that was it. Like somebody had access to the pee, so like that shouldn't have been tested. Period. And how easy it would have been able to switch. They used to make you pee. Mm-hmm. And it was left on the VIP tables for half the bouts. And then the collector came and got it. What cup is the ball under? Right. And then right. the one guy who got uh, – we'll, 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 we'll say this all anonymously. The one guy who got popped isn't the guy. And the other guy admitted that it was him and he still got in trouble. So like – but now they do the swabs and they put – and we were there with Larkin. Like, mm-hmm. I make sure it, nothing gets switched and it goes in the bag now because I've seen stuff get switched. I don't even know if that inspector's around anymore. But, uh, yeah, the pee incident. But that's what I'm, again, another one that was like, and you know how much you can get. Does it make sense as to why well, he got punished for the that? The other thing and... about the pee thing, really quick, is I used to see how the state did the pee. You're supposed to watch. Mm hmm. They didn't. They would, like, be near the stall. But how many people could sneak in in their underwear like somebody else's piss? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So that wasn't 100% proof. Now, with the swabbing and everything, at least they can sit there and and watch it. You know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? With the peeing, like, for some reason, the state of Michigan never wanted to be that invasive. And I know that seems weird, but that's your job to be that invasive. You're supposed to be watching it come out of that person's body. Mm-hmm. But they didn't because they're just part-time commission. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But how many people – I mean that's been like – since drug testing has been around with the legal system, people have used other people's oh, urine. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, This urine comes back funny. It's a female's urine and it was tested on a male guy. Like that kind of stuff happened all the time in the legal system. Right. You know, there's actually um, the corner store we go to all the time. Half that fucking. I know which one. Okay, I know. Yeah. Half that fucking. First oh, yeah. Is, is to clean you to out. To clean you out. Their first their first little glass enclosure is just how to pass a drug test. That's their oh first. That's their first. Then the second one's bongs. So they know where their business comes from. And then the third one is like, like papers and, and stuff for vaping. And, and like ski caps on steel for <laughs> two socks. for five and socks, right? Oh my gosh. But that's have the, one of those too. That's the time. corner store. But the first one is how to pass like a drug test. Like there's yeah. like all the nine ninety stuff you can drink. Right. Uh, and they even have like I think a, a vial of urine too. Oh yeah, not, they sell it. They sell it. Right. Like I've known people that worked at factories that just consistently just pass drug tests with fake piss from from uh, the smoke shop. Oh my god, see that's that's the that's but crazy. I don't know. Like it, I wouldn't be that invasive. It's just a world I don't I don't like involve myself in so it's Well, just I mean with the factories crazy that the those factories things now happen. with the factories having the laws that you can't smoke weed, but then I mean obviously it's all blue collar people who smoke weed. Like 
I mean, the factories are going to have to do something about it unless they want to fire everyone. That's weird because you're getting into their civil rights because it's legal. But yet, Mm -hmm. as a private company, you can... It's been ruled in people's favor that, or a company's favors that you can kind of discriminate. Right. Like you can, you can say that, yeah, we, okay, alcohol is legal, right? But like if Larkin had came in shit face, I can get rid of her even though it's legal to drink alcohol because she's shit face. So like I'm sure that's how they're bending it. Right, mm-hmm. right. Like you're, you know. But I then mean, the cigarettes well, thing if you're is using a little a mach- If you're using a machine and, and, Again, with like alcohol or smoking weed, it's going to change your brain right. function. So it shouldn't be allowed in those situations. Right. Yeah. But I mean, the thing is, they're going to have to start paying them more or <laughs> I mean, fire well, see, everyone. Our, our see, job, our job made us from. actually sign a, sign a document stating that we wouldn't use it, even though it had been legalized. legalized. Yeah. Right, right. Be like, fuck that. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Anyways. don't sign it. Yeah, I signed it, but it was fine. I, I, no one's going to tell me at the end of the day because, like, especially now, what I do is at the end of the day, no one's going to tell me what to do if if I choose to, if I don't choose to. But the the interesting thing about it is that growing up in the big three, and this almost sounds like a snatch story, but everybody knows a story of somebody that got mangled on the line or. Yep. was like yeah, an alcoholic or you know like i remember um the the rhino bar it used to be called something and i went there oh, and somebody's rhino. like you're talking about one one hand larry <laughs> and like i'm stupid enough i'm like well why do you guys call him one hand larry and he's like because he has one fucking hand and like i mean that's the the snatch joke and be like okay and then like how well he was an alcoholic and he was on the line and yeah but like they couldn't fire him because he's union you're like what well, a friend of mine, he, he got crushed in a press. Now, it wasn't because of alcohol or anything, though. But, I mean, because they're dangerous machines. Right. And he died. 19. So you would. But same same situation with. So the performance enhancing gives you an edge over somebody. So exactly. you it might not be safe for it the other guy. It can be a guy. life or death situation for people involved. But I never understood Pat because, like, Pat. Is weird because that isn't performance enhancing. Like, right. like I represent you, Larkin. I wouldn't want you doing that before a fight because, like, you're not going to be at the top of your game and everything's going to be. So that one being banned, mm-hmm. I've always looked at as like, well, that's advantage to side B or side A. Whoever's not on that right. clearly has an advantage because, I, like, I foresee that changing eventually. Yeah, because it's just. I mean, that's just where our world's going with it. Like, it'd be like someone smoking cigarettes. You know, like smoking cigarettes is a severe disadvantage in the fight world. Right. But I mean, they don't test for nicotine. Right. The big difference there is uh, thank you for not smoking. You ever watch that movie? That's a good movie. The lobbyists pay so much money. They know it's so bad for you. The vaping's bad for you. There's just so much money in it that the lobbyists argue to Congress to allow it to happen. But, like, there, it's proven over and over and over again that, like, your odds of smoking cigarettes greatly, like, you know, so they've outlawed it from buildings, bars, all this stuff, but they're still going to allow you to do it at home. But that's the whole thing with the war on drugs is the war on drugs is so profitable and agencies get so much money from it that it's one of those things where they don't want to... Uh, eliminate it to that. go away, right? right exactly. Right. Well, you know, like I mean, why? Why? So the marijuana thing, 
uh, they were talking when it passed in Michigan, all these marijuana dogs were out of business or people that were breeding these dogs to smell marijuana. They were retiring them early because now they they don't have probable cause to search a car really because if a, if a dog smells it, if it's a small amount, that's still not enough reason to search the car. Right. They have to already have a reason to search the car, then find an amount that's Unless greater than they're your they're under age. So pot is 18? 21. Two? 21? Yeah. Dude, we're Weird. all over the place. We are. Hotels, 21? Beer, yeah. 21? Cigarettes, 18? Renting pot, if they want to put it to 21. Rental car, 24, unless you want to give a $5,000, $7,000 deposit at mm-hmm. 21. That's crazy. It's all over the place. Yeah. Well, yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I have no it's idea. A, well, how, how old is it for vaping? Is it 18? 18, yeah. Which is worse, they say. Yeah. But then again, it's so but new then they were saying, that they haven't really been able to study it. That's the, it, that's the issue. There like, was a lady online asking today who she actually teaches at a college about substance abuse. But she was asking, how do you keep your, your kids away from pot? That was just her, her, she's like, I don't want any negative comments, just like, you know, I need advice on this. And everyone was like, they can, they, they're talking about how you can actually vape pot and it doesn't even have a smell. Oh, wow. Yeah, 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 that's true. People are doing like the little pods. crazy. I would say that's the number one downfall of marijuana is the smell. Is that like, yeah, but there's gummies too. THC gummy. You're right. Yeah. So you can get it that way. But the, the smell of like smoking it lingers around. Like, I mean, everybody knows you're smoking it. Mm-hmm. There's no way to hide it. Like, pine ab, summertime, walking through a crowd, you'll smell well, it. Well, like see, nine our or kids are getting times. to an age where that stuff is going to be in their face. And thank God that my son does baseball and, and goes straight to video games. That's introduced at parties and shit. Right. And he's got a girlfriend he's, he's probably going to marry. He's dude. starting like, in high school. It's, you know, but I, I'm saying this. I don't is, see my son, but. Right. But I figure, well, mine refuses to hang out with people because they do it. Oh, okay. Well, that's good. But 99% of the kids. Yeah, but where's he's going to college will probably do it. Exactly. 90%. Yeah. And there's, Especially and there's if he gets like, into a frat. He's going to go buy his friends. But, there's just nothing I can, there's nothing you can do. But I mean, you get then to a again, point and you're just like, God, just pray. Pray you don't. Hopefully, like, kids try it and they just don't like it, you know? Like, it's not for everyone. That was me. Yeah, me too. I didn't like it. I don't like it either. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I mean, me and then you get into the gummies, the gummies and like the stuff like that where you're like, wow, like, is that even hurting anyone? You know, like, I, if you're in a safe environment, no one's OD'd in the lifetime on pot. Unless it's laced with shit and you don't know. Right. Well, if it's, if you get it from a dispensary, yeah. though. Cocaine brand. Yeah. Exactly. But that's just it. Most of the kids aren't getting it from a dispensary. Right. right. But the dispensary had a recall, like moldy pot. Like, so long, like, you had like a, a recall. Like there was like this batch was bad because it grew mold or something on it. And then it was like, all right, so that's not even safe from the, the, uh, dispensaries and stuff like that. that's my hope though with it being legal that it won't be like kids are just getting it from their buddies off the streets like now well, there's some regulation i was going to say there has to be some sort of regulation as to the potency or where it comes from or or what's used to to grow it i mean there's got to be something 
And then what's the whole CBD oil hype? Like I, I haven't know. I haven't studied a lot about it, but every athlete everywhere it seems like is the CBD oil, which is the other part of what's in the plant, the marijuana plant. Right. I have no. I'm and it's so supposed lost to like not give stuff. you a head high, but I don't know. Oh, so my my roomie in Vegas was uh, Xbox, or he was looking for it, but he wasn't sure he could get it on the plane. Because of the the jar and the liquid, but he was looking for it, and I think you just rub it on your knee, right? Like the, it's like it absorbs through the system. People vape it too. Like right. pro athletes are vaping CBD oil and saying it's like the best thing ever. See, absorbing. So what, what does that do? It's supposed it to relax it, yeah. you. It's the relaxing part of weed without the head high. See, oh. ingesting. So like, yeah. So I just wa- so learned. It's just this. Be, uh, it's for like anxiety. Yeah. Right. It's, yeah. And absorbing through the skin is actually a a better way than ingesting it some other ways. Like edibles and stuff takes a while to get in your system. Uh, and smoking, smoking is obviously bad for your lungs. It's like 10 minutes to get, like, yeah, through your system. But, like, um, they just even had a report on suntan lotion. Like, they're concerned about uh, tanning lotion because it absorbs in your skin and the, the whole story which was on CNN so it's a reputable story is there's more chemicals in it to protect you from the sun and they were saying that it's very important to protect yourself from the sun but now we encourage you to wear it every day you're talking about sunscreen not sunscreen tanning. okay yeah, okay and now that we require you to do it every day the uh, health and administration organization is asking the people that put out these products to research what putting it on every day means because you are absorbing it into your skin. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I, I read the story and it makes sense. But yeah, this this oil she's talking about, these athletes, uh, he wanted it for his legs because he had bum legs, but he didn't know if he could get it on a plane. Mm. You know, and he was heading back to Ohio. So I don't know what Ohio's laws, they seem behind us a little bit. Yeah, they are. Um, so I don't even know if it's legal there. Like, I mean, you got to get through... The well, checkpoint on the way back, too. It's weird because it's part of a marijuana plant, but then marijuana is illegal, but then CBD oil <coughs> is legal. So I don't there's know. such a gray area right now with everything like that. Maybe because it's not supposed to affect your brain activity. Maybe. I don't know. Well, yeah, because there's towns around Monroe that even though it's legal to own one, they weren't going to let a store open up in their town. They, right. they passed an ordinance the night of knowing yeah. that that law was going to pass 76% favor. Yeah. So yeah. that's unconstitutional. I know. So, But it, then you can have dry level. villages too. Correct. Okay. Down in the south, right around Atlanta. Oh, Ohio. There's dry Tennessee. Ohio. Oh, it was Ohio and yeah, Tennessee, Illinois. you can't drink Jack Daniels where you make Jack Daniels, yeah. which is crazy. It was either Ohio or Illinois. We were coming back from a game or we went to Ohio for or Chicago for something. And we were trying to find old your style old beer. style beer. It is really called old style, not just because I'm old. <laughs> and it's we, good beer, we, we found ourselves in a dry country county. We went into a Kroger or something, and we're. I stopped asking. and asked the local, which I I had lived in Chicago, so I knew Chicago, but we were outside of Chicago, and the guy literally said this. He goes, "Go down the road, pass all the churches. You'll know the small town that's dry over and the then, railroad tracks. Over the railroad <laughs> tracks, and then you'll hit where it's not dry anymore. And sure enough, it was like church, 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 uh, railroad tracks, party very, store, right? And then that's hilarious. Boom, hit the tracks. Some businesses. 
the liquor store. Yeah. So yeah, that is a dry county. That's right. And they have right around that point they have horse racing too, which is weird. Like that's, that's about gambling. That. <laughs> yeah, but like gambling to me, like they're all kind of like you allow gambling but have a dry county. Right. Like, that doesn't that make any sense at all. I don't think it was in that county though. I think it was before it. Okay. Or hmm. more funny. west of it. I don't know. I mean, it, it's just weird that the states can, you know, that's the power the states still have. California, God bless California, but like they just are kind of disobeying everything that they don't want to obey. But the states have more power than the federal government. And in in here's the thing I'm saying. It's still a federal crime to smoke marijuana, but yet it's legal to do in Michigan. But yet you get caught on a plane with it. It doesn't matter if it's legal to do in Michigan. You're going to go to jail. So, like, that's weird at a state level. Even even issues that are very controversial, abortion and stuff like that, the state has more power than the federal government. Right. You know. So, like, what she's saying is, like, very true. We 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 have a lot more time to figure this out, like, probably five years to go through this and stuff. And then how do you test? So, like... You get pulled over for marijuana. What's the test of how do you still give a sobriety test? Can you walk straight on it? Like what? what's the driving under the influence of too much marijuana? It's weird because I know some people that function better on it. Correct. Right. So yeah. it, it I don't know. Right. Because I mean, that's kind of weird because like even prescription drugs, they say don't take while doing heavy machinery, driving, mm-hmm. whatever. Well, yeah, but some people can't drive or operate heavy machinery without it right you know so it's a very gray very gray area and then medicine doesn't affect me at all affects rochelle like crazy like medicine doesn't affect me she'll tell you like i mean it doesn't matter it just doesn't affect stronger than a motrin yeah i couldn't drive on nyquil i would be in a ditch somewhere it would wake me up that's how me that's how i am too yeah it would wake me up yeah, he's he takes Benadryl and he's hyper. He's one of those. <laughs> like it, it's like I can't sit still. It's the opposite effect. Mm-hmm. It's my livers and my kidneys like purposely filter it out. Even um, yeah, and like a rapid, rapid, at rate. a rapid pace. Even uh, anesthesiologists, they just let me stay awake during procedures because they can't do it. Yikes! So, but I'm used to it. So you just lay still. You do what you have to do. But yeah, I just my body processes stuff so much quicker like it's just i guess that's a weird talent to get but we can we can make him stronger right it's a great talent to have but so you know driving under i like the warning labels because i could drive on medicine you couldn't drive on or larkin so she can't drive on so that should be discretionary but i just don't know what what is over how do you determine how much pot is too much pot like i don't know i don't know either i don't know what they do for that because, because the sobriety get, test is weird you can get an owi operating while intoxicated and that's what they call a weed charge that's too if you're driving on too much weed right but how do they test that and how then how do they prove it in court because i feel like that's very that that should and that there will be a case that goes to at least the michigan supreme court where right. someone has enough money that they're like no Fuck you. I was not hmm. incapable of driving. I only had the... Well, it would depend on why they would be pulling them over to begin with. Were True. they swerving? Were they, you know, making a 
a turn on a red where it clearly says no turn on red. I mean, it could be a million things as to why they're being pulled over in the first place. But let's say 55-year-old female, right? Medical marijuana card. Uh, but you can gets... still only have a certain amount on you. Is correct. that correct? Correct. Right. But I'm right. talking about the driving under the influence mm-hmm. thing. 55 years old, has a medical marijuana card. And then have you ever tried to pass the sobriety test like sober? It's difficult. It's difficult, yes. So, like, oh, if is, you're 55 is, is, and you is have it vertigo, what we had to do before, where it's like the one foot directly in front yep, of the other. And then, like, I've never obviously been pulled over for. Then they'll ask you. They'll ask you to say what they say repeated exactly. Like, it's difficult. So, like, a 55 year old lady that might have vertigo or something like that might not pass that anyways and not be smoking but yet they trust me when they pull you over they know you have a medical marijuana card just like a cpl like mm-hmm. i mean all, you get pulled over when you have a cpl it's a lot different than getting pulled over when you don't have a cpl like you know so like all of a sudden like the whole town's there well you, right. would, you would think that the, right. the they would have been trained enough to where there are certain things they need to look for you can't just pull somebody over, like I said, knowing they have a medical marijuana card and be like, well, you're too high. That's why you did this. Hmm. Yeah, but then you also got to remember to be a police officer, you you have 18 months of schooling and training. Correct. But I'm saying since this law has been passed. Right. That maybe there, there's been some additional. That's like, another federal law, though. I couldn't think of another one. Um, apartments are regulated by federal so like the boyer uh boiler boyer but the boiler thing would be a federal law under federal housing so that's okay to do but so somebody that owns an apartment complex can say even though it's legal to smoke pot you can't smoke pot here mhm that's where the federal law trumps the state law that says it's okay to do still i was trying to think of another example took me a while but i got there <laughs> Okay, well, does a federal law allow them to shut off? The, the, you, yeah, that's you, where I thought he was going with this. Well, no, no I don't it, know. it was saying in Michigan, the, right. the article I was reading. I don't know. Because if you had a complaint, you would go to the feds, the federal housing, or the attorney general. I don't know. It's just weird. It sucks because, like, this weather's not getting good this week. No. Like, this whole week is supposed <laughs> to be I can't shit wait weather. to freeze all week. Mm. Like, I think it's like 51, 50, 47, 49. Don't tell me that. I didn't look at the weather on purpose. <laughs> electric blanket It was blanket so time. nice Let's this see. weekend. Electric blanket? Do you know you're not supposed to sleep with electric blankets? Fire hazard? Yeah. No. Burn? No. It causes you... Okay, so when you sleep, your body resets its temperature regulation system. And if you sleep under a heated blanket, your body gets so used to being warm all the time and it doesn't have to work to warm up that you lose control of your body's heat system. Huh. Like internal heat system. Uh-oh. As long as you don't pee I yourself just, when you're I sleeping. I just read that. I, I, no, that's I good. would never sleep like through the night with one on just no. because I get too hot and I would, I'd worry about electrical fire or something like that. Yeah, I would be sketched out anyways. But right. our old roommate, Riley... She slept with an electric blanket every single night. Every night. <laughs> every and was night. probably fine with it. And left the windows open. W- middle of winter. <sighs> Thursday gets up to 69 <laughs> with thunderstorms. Thunderstorms. 90% chance. Yeah. And then back down. 58, 69, 55, 57, 60, 63, But what's that overnight low? Not very pretty. 
49, 49, 49, 41. 41's bad. That's 45, winter. 45, 48, 50, 47, 47. Yep. Yeah. 41's winter. So you can't like, I don't know. 41's winter. I'd go buy a little spacey heater. Yeah, I'm about to go back to Hillsdale and get the one from my mom's house. Yeah. That ain't a bad idea. I can't deal with this. The boiler getting cut off. It makes sense, though. All right, yeah, they're just cheap. Yeah, in normal <laughs> weather, but it's clearly not normal weather. No. It's Michigan. Right. It's I Michigan. mean, we were saying the other day, we're like, it's May. Why it could is be, it so effing cold? The, the thing is, June or July could be, you know, right. bad still. Especially June. <laughs> well, I think we're, we're, the seasons are all off in Michigan. It seems like we're... Global summer, warming is summer, real. Summer, I know. Summer summer starting later. And then, like, fall goes much further. And then winter wraps around at a different time. It seems to me. I don't know. But let's wrap up episode 303. We will be back next week. We're going to get back to a regular schedule. Hallelujah. And then uh, Jimmy can stop bitching and we can get back. Well, he's the one who said, do it next week. Where is he? I don't know. Hi, Jimmy. All right. We'll talk to everybody next week. Take care.